The beard was cooking in crunch time last night. Is he back or was it just a blip? Hey, is Ja right that Jordan Poole, quote, broke the code when he grabbed his knee in game three? We'll discuss that. And Jason Tatum, club superstar opens tomorrow. Got to step up your game, buddy. What are you doing? What was that performance? Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome to First Things First. Jenna Wolf, Nick Wright, Chris Broussard, Kevin Wilde. We are here. Great weekend of sports. Nick, Tatum had a brutal game three. It does not bode well for tomorrow's grand opening of your big superstar club. Club superstar, as it's also known. It doesn't, but let's be honest. That's not what people are here for right now. Roll the animation. Let's get to it. Main event starting right now. Let's go. Let's go. Did people spend their weekend talking, Luca? I don't know. We're going to start in Dallas this morning. Suns, Mavs, game four. And another solid night from Luca. 26 points, 11 assists, three steals. Should I focus on the line or should I move on? On a night when CP3 fouled out. It was more than enough. Mm. The Dallas Mavericks win it 111-101. This series is now tied 2-2, headed back to Phoenix. All right, Nick, you predicted Dallas winning both games over the weekend. Dallas wins both games Uh over the weekend. Uh, Yeah. What did my colleagues predict, Jenna? What do you say to your daughters? Where's your broom, buddy? The Where's the broom? I got this from here. Where's the broom, pal? Hey, hey, Broussard. Right was this awful gentlemanly? Where's the gentleman sweep? I, I oh, you brought the broom. broom. Okay, that's very interesting. Because I, I got somewhere you can stick that broom, <laughs> Wilds. Right with Broussard's gentleman sweep take. Because here's the deal. Brew said the team was splintering. That, oh my gosh, there must be anger within the locker room. Psychologically broken. You, you said all these things, Brew. We you have did, the tape. Wilds was even during the games. Even during the games, Wilds was like, "Oh, uh, talk to me when you're not en route to getting swept." And then yesterday had the audacity to tweet to me, "These final seven minutes are Devin Booker time." No, they're not. It's wow. all Luka Doncic time. <laughs> As let's just see who told you what happened. Oh, this guy was I mocked? Yeah, was I offered? A poison pill-laden olive branch, I was. And yet, did everything your guy, Nick Wright, said was going to happen, happen. These weren't close games. The Mavericks led for the final 42 minutes of both games. No lead changes, no ties, just utter and total domination, which is odd for a team that between the two of you, you had winning uh, .5 games in the series. Wilds had zero, Brew had zero or one. So here's the deal, fellas. I could be gracious here. I could offer you guys olive branches, but I'm fresh out of them. Because you guys mocked me. You mocked my son. You mocked my family. You're out here saying, oh, Luka Doncic. I know he's averaging 35 points per game, but how good is he really? That bleeping good is how good he is really. And now, and now, Not only do the Mavericks have the momentum, they also know. They look across the court and say, do the Suns look nervous? They do. Does their all-time great point guard all of a sudden look shaky? He is. What could be causing that? Is it up to, oh, I think they're hearing out in Phoenix. It's crossed the Mississippi. 
the curse of the Broussard is traveling. Oh. And it's with Dallas, and now it's stopping by in Phoenix. So, yeah, buddy. Yeah, no gentleman sweep coming here. Sure, I mean, unless we got a time machine. Okay, all right. That, that was cute, Nick. I know you stayed up all yeah, night putting adorable. that together, but enough, no. enough of the I told you so bit. Because let's, let's keep it real. We all, everybody saw the show. Wilds was there. Jenna was there. You weren't confident. You weren't cocksure. I guarantee the game You were reeling. You were looking for a respectable way off of the Suns. If I hadn't put so many stipulations on my olive branch offer, you would have grabbed it full force. I guess we'll never know. You were dying to grab that olive branch. So stop it with that. Seems like another error by you. That said, congratulations. Congratulations. They have made it a series. Suns will win in six, not five. Okay, fine. But we got more drama. But here's the thing. Since you want to gloat, I'm going to gloat a little bit too. Because I don't remember you having much strategy. Like, like, what are they going to do? I gave strategy. You know I like Luka not as much as you, but I love Luka myself. I've called him Luka legend. But he, no, the strategy did happen. Number one... I said, as great as Luca is, it can't be all Luca all the time. You got, you're not beating good teams that way. And what do they do? They play more team ball. The ball is in uh, Jalen Brunson's hands more. He responds by averaging 23 points instead of 11 like he did in the exactly first right. two games. They get 47 assists in the two games, Nick. They had 35 in games one and two. More ball movement. It wasn't all Luca. Luca actually statistically was much better in games one and two. But but fine, we can live with Luca not shooting it well, only getting twenty six, whatever. If we get everybody else involved, and the second thing, Wilds, is Jason Kidd and Nick Nick exaggerated what I said. I said it can be that locker room could be demoralized. Because they lost 11 straight and their superstar wasn't playing defense. And J-Kid wasn't pointing it out. Lo and behold, a couple hours after the show, what does is, what is, uh, Jason Kidd do on Friday? He comes out and challenges Luca. Look at that. Oh. Love the quote. He's got to participate. He's got to stand up for himself like Dirk Nowitzki did back in the day. And, he and I love the way J-Kid did this. Right. But the way he challenged him was perfect because he associated it with Dirk, the greatest player in Mavs history. That's a way that Luka could receive it. So I give J-Kid a ton of credit for making the adjustments on offense and defense to challenge Luka, and they were much better on that side of the ball wild. So, look, good job, Mavs. I'm not going to give Nick credit because Nick Nick was as – he, he thought the same thing we thought, Wilds. He he really did deep inside. No, but the I Mavs, did not. Luca, J Kid, Brunson, I give you guys credit. Mm-hmm. That's right. I give Luca credit. I give Jason Kidd credit. I give Nick Wright a little bit of credit. I thought the Mavs were going to be swept out of there, and I brought my raggedy broom to the show to prove it. And once they started winning a few games, like, where's your raggedy broom? Leave that at home. I won't. I will not. In fact, I brought it here today because I'm going to debut a new type of sweep. So here's the thing. The Suns 
Now I said, all right, yeah. Now we're not 11-0 against you. Now we're 11-2 against you. But we're going to come here, we're going to regroup in Phoenix, and we're going to win these next two games. It starts with Chris Paul. Chris Paul was turning the ball over. He had seven turnovers in game three. He had two yesterday. That's only because he played 23 minutes. Because the refs were a little happy on that whistle, Nick. A little bit happy. Was Chris Paul, where, uh, was every the one of them, yep. and you got to throw Chris Paul out of that play? No, you do not. Some some odd choices by Monty Williams. Hey, he owned no, up blame to the it. refs. That's it's not going to happen back in Phoenix. I, I'm saying the refs were a factor when you throw out a superstar in the game. You don't need to throw them out. The other thing Chris Paul is going to do is score a little bit more. We know since his birthday, hasn't been playing great. He had five points. He had 12 points. He's averaging 24 at home. He'll be back. And then he's also going to figure out a way to get DeAndre Ayton involved. It's like, Wilds, but you said sweep. But you said sweep. You want to bring your broom. So now I'm bringing yeah. back. The raggedy room's not going anywhere. And I'll just Look change it a little broom. bit. You know what it is? Look at that thing. Sweep in four, conventional sweep. God. Sweep in five, gentleman sweep. Sweep in six. Oh, the Drake sweep. Oh, the six god. Sweet <laughs> Suns in six. It's now called the Drake sweep. Drake sweep, Suns in six. Still a sweep. Not quite a gentleman like sweep. It. Suns in six, Drake Hold sweep. On. My throat's hurting me. Hold on. It's a broom, everybody. Sorry, what do you, you want it to be? Like it, Versace yeah, play. Like it. It's supposed and to sweep these are, the floor. <laughs> these are wild tears that I'm drinking. So my apologies. Okay. My throat's a little messed small. up. Hold on. I, I, my throat's still messed up. Wait. I've got I've got some of Rue's here let's too. Just all, we should all. No, just, I've got I've got some Rue's <laughs> tears. Because here's the deal. I told you. I told you was up all night coming up with this stuff. No, I wasn't up all night, but I, I mean, was, honestly, you know what, guys. Bro, I'll give you credit, because I did anticipate that you or Wilds would try to make the utterly absurd point that the Mavs won because they started playing offense differently. So I had Dusty do some deep calculations on, okay, let's check okay. Luca's usage the first two games versus the second two games. Now, there's some advanced numbers. Jokic fans will like these, so check them out. Like, can we show it, please? Field goal attempts. Wow! What a difference! Right. He just started becoming... I mean, he might as well have been... I, 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 just latter-day right. Steve Nash. You know just pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. You know oh, better no. than Guys, hold, I don't know... Wait a second. You Wait know basketball a second. better than that. I don't... Bro, hold on a second here. It's you know basketball shots. better than that. Okay. Here's what it is. He didn't score 30-plus in games three and four, not because he took fewer shots, but because he wasn't hitting threes. He was one of ten from three yesterday. The assists went up, not because he was passing more, but because his teammates were hitting threes. You don't get an assist on a missed three. You do on a made three. Their offense has been the exact same with the exception of a segment of game one when he was unguardable in route to 45 points. Look at look at total passes. Look at anything. He is he took 52 shots in the first two games and 50 shots in the next two games. Yeah, that's the difference. I understand that it's a tough spot because well, hold on, wait, wait a moment. I understand it's a tough spot because I went out there and you said I went too far and said Luca is all already an all-time great playoff performer. I think I said it after 16 playoff games. Now we're at 20. And now what's that I hear? Oh, are other people echoing it? Can we can we show you our friends at StatMuse? 
They had an interesting tweet. Oh, Stat only guy ever, 36 and 6. Oh, StatMuse, I knew Wilds would say that. So you know what? StatMuse, not the, maybe not the best for NBA history. You know who is the best in NBA history? The literal NBA history account, even though they called Oscar Robertson Oscar <laughs> Robinson. Spelled oh, Robinson that seems Rob- good. Wait, uh, are there... Oh, oh really? Is there that, another that's like an interesting? <laughs> that real... Oh, <laughs> give me a break. Hold on. I'm not going to show that. Mo- I'm a pass on those Hold on. Okay, what about these numbers? Show everybody real quick if we could. I understand that you guys at this point are grasping at straws, but most points through a player's first 20 career playoff games, Wilt, Jordan, Luka, is it just possible? Is it is it on the board that hmm, everything I said was right, that he's the best player in the series by a mile, that he is an all-time playoff great? That the Mavericks, the idea that they reinvented how they play offense. Two years ago, they had the number one offense in NBA history playing this way. And they'd have beat the the Clippers if Luka doesn't get hurt in that series. The idea, bruised Clippers, by the way, bruised beloved Clippers. Marcus Morris doesn't stomp on his ankle. Listen, it's a tough spot. When you guarantee sweeps, and now you're bringing out cardboard brooms to say it's a Drake sweep, I get it. It's a tough spot when you offer bad-tasting olive branches, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at, should America. mention, no, no, uh, no CP3 oh in the fourth quarter of that game. That did factor in. All right, pivotal game five tomorrow night in the desert. We'll see how that all plays out. We got to head to Philadelphia. Is James Harden look like looking like his MVP self again? We'll toss that around next. First things first. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. On a Monday Sixers Heat Game 4 last too, night. Maybe the best right. we've seen from James Harden in these playoffs, perhaps. You know, what used to be ho-hum for the beard was considered sensational last night. Team High 31 Six threes, nine assists, and B dominated as well. Sixers win that series now tied at two apiece. All right, Broussard, Harden was good finally, but I think the question is can Sixers fans rely on this version of James Harden the rest of the way, the rest of the playoffs? No, they can't, and they know it. Doc knows it. Heck, Harden probably knows it. But there, let me clear up there's a misconception out there about James Harden in the playoffs because we all have talked about 
how, you know, he's not the same player in the postseason. Some people feel like he never plays well in the playoffs. And that's not what we're saying. In fact, yesterday was his 45th playoff game scoring 30 or more points. That is the third most ever among active players. Look at that group. I mean, that's an awesome group to be a part of. So James Harden has had many great playoff games. The question with Harden is about what's he going to do in the big games? What's he going to do when their backs are against the wall, when it's a must-win situation? And that, if there's a breakthrough, that could be the breakthrough for the Sixers fan. That yesterday, Wilds was, or, um, Harden was under pressure, Wilds. Like, there was talk about him not getting a lucrative long-term contract. There's talk, heck, about him not even being a top 75 player, like legitimately. I disagree with that. I think that's ridiculous. But there was talk out there. And, of course, if they lose the game and fall down 3-1, the, season, the series is essentially over. So there was pressure on Harden. And not only did he play fairly well, he played incredibly well, particularly in the fourth quarter with the 16 points. So that could be the breakthrough wilds. But here's the thing. They don't need 30-point James Harden. What they need is him to be fairly efficient. And yesterday shot 44%, which for him, that's efficient. Because what, I, what they can't have is Harden being bad and shooting horribly. And seven of the 10 playoff games this year, Wilds, he has shot 40% or less. Seven of the 10. Right. In six of them, he was below 40%. So if he's just efficient 20 points or so, you got Embiid, you got Maxi, you got Tobias Harris. They just need him to be aggressive as he was yesterday and efficient. And that's a good enough Harden, I think, to get past Miami. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to run a, a counter-argument here, Broussard. If we did a blind celebration test, you know, they have those food tests, and one's Pepsi's, one Coke, you can't tell the difference. And you just, you didn't know how many points James Harden scored in the game. But you all, all you did was look at social media, and look at Harden's reactions, and look at the fans' reaction. And I said, Nick, how many points did James Harden say you, you score? You'd be like, whoo, I don't know. Did he put up a 50-piece? Did he put up 40? Like, nope, just 31 points. Just kind of what's yep. expected of a guy who might get $200 million plus. It was his most aggressive game, which we've been yeah. asking for him to do. Come out and play aggressive. We can show the full screen. 31 points is the second most he's had as a Philadelphia 76er. When you look at his shot attempts, that's also second most. That's what I want. Three-point attempts, 10. That's second most. So I think this is the Harden that we want to see. I get what you're saying. Just be more efficient. But the celebration in the, the sort of collective exhale from Sixers faithful, like, yes, this is the guy. I just feel it feels more like a blip than a trend to me, Nick. Well, listen, I on the celebration scale, I know you're very picky and choosy. It was a little more than you would like for a guy who only scores 31, but less than you would like for a mediocre, dirty player who gets out of the playing <laughs> round. So, like, somewhere on that spectrum <laughs> of the Kevin Wilde's acceptance yeah. celebrations – However, I don't think he was celebrating necessarily the total points. 
I think it was more, and I think it was more relief than celebration. I think it was the first time James yeah, Harden right. in months has felt like he thinks he should feel like. However, if you're Philly, I've got some sweet and some sour, I guess, here for you. The, the sour is you cannot expect this type of performance again because, Brew, I tweeted it during the game, and then I had Dusty check it, and my inclination was correct. This is literally his best playoff fourth quarter in a close game ever. The most points he's ever scored in a playoff fourth quarter that wasn't in a blowout. So the idea Harden might score 30 again, but the idea that he's going to carry you like this down the stretch, he's been in the league more than a decade. He's never had a game quite like this one, a close playoff game late. So that's not sustainable. But here's what is sustainable, Brew. And here's why I picked Philly to win the series before the playoffs. And my only trepidation was if Embiid was going to miss the whole series, obviously they were drawing dead. Miami has no answer for Embiid. Embiid was at like 60% in game one, looked like about 75% in game two, well, games three and four. And they have no answer for him. I think Philly absolutely could win four straight if Embiid continues to get healthier. Miami's doing this weird thing where they have no shooting. And Duncan Robinson, who hit eight threes and makes $18 million a year in the first game of the playoffs, they have, he's played 44 playoff minutes in the eight games since. He's played one minute in this series. Right. Listen, Miami, I know heat, culture, defense, toughness, all that stuff. You got to have some shooting. You can't have Gabe Vincent and Max Struess out there firing up threes when you got an $18 million a year marksman who was awesome in the first game of the playoffs with glued to the bench. So Miami, let me say something, bro, that no, people aren't saying, and I couldn't believe I would say it. Last couple games, Doc Rivers making some good adjustments. He finally got the memo. DeAndre Jordan, unplayable. Eric Spolstra, last couple games, a <laughs> little stubborn. Like, maybe need to open up the, the rotation a bit and not play the Markeith Morris card. Like, so I, I think Philly's in a really good spot, Jenna. I think they're in a really good spot. Well, it doesn't matter how good James Harden plays. He's not getting to Club Superstar, which opens tomorrow. Is Jason Tatum's entry status, though, at risk Ooh. after a rough Game Ooh. 3? A really rough Game 3. We'll have that for you next. First things first. Hey, let's uh, dig into a little Celtics stumble back on Saturday. Celtics buck Game 3 last 10, 10 seconds. Boston down 3. Marcus Smart trying to get a shot off. Fouled by Drew Holiday, but the refs call that a non-shooting foul. Was he trying to take a shot there? Sort of. Deemed he wasn't in the act of shooting. That meant only two free throws. You guys know how that whole last couple seconds figured to be. Milwaukee held on to the late lead. They won. They took a 2-1 series lead, but there are two sides to every story. Here's Marcus Smarts with his. What you guys see? I would like somebody to answer that. I mean, that's all I got to say. I mean, we need three with 4.6 seconds. They know we need three. We know they're going to foul. And then it's not like he got me when it was down low. I was already in my shooting motion. I thought it was three free throws. They said it wasn't. Deal with it. Wouldn't make sense to do a rip-through move on the three-point line when you got a clear shot for three, down three. Is that the explanation they gave you? Nope. They didn't give me any explanation. They... When I went to ask, they looked at me funny. Went to the free throw line. I'm sure it was a clear shot for three. Wilds, how should Celtics fans feel about their game three loss? 
sneaky good. And Jenna, you know that I grew up loving Fenway Park and loving my dear New England Patriots. But I have to admit, I didn't think it was a shooting foul. I was like, ah, it wasn't in your motion. I think that's two shots. Why don't you bounce it off the rim there and let Al Horford try to get a rebound? I thought it was a fine. I thought it was a fine call. But here's the bigger story. Every visiting team lost this weekend. And here's how they did it. The Suns lost by 19 to, after winning 11-0, going 11-0 against the Mavs. They finally lost some games. Combined score of 19. The Heat lost by a combined score of 28. The Grizzlies lost by 30 points, and John Morant was injured. The Celtics had a chance to send it to overtime if the game was a half a second longer. And Tatum played terribly. Giannis oh, played great. So out of all the playoff teams, oh. you know I like a nice moral victory, Nick. Yeah, I like to look at the world. Moral half victory full. Monday. Like if I'm the Celtics, yeah. yeah it's, moral, it's a moral victory. If you're just Rubble like, oh, like we can send it to overtime, you oh, tried we missed hard. it. That's fine. You're, it's yeah. not the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. it's not the Heat, it's not the Suns. The Celtics were this close. Now, granted, Giannis figured it out. I yeah. think we can put the Giannis kryptonite talk away. Oh. Giannis seemed to have figured it out. Oh, can but if you we? get a little bit more out of superstar Jason Tatum, we're totally fine. So I think Celtics fans should feel pretty good. <laughs> okay, here's the problem, Wilds. The Heat and the Suns had the ability to lose at home because they... Went on, on the road, pardon me, because they what won both gosh. their home games. The Celtics, on the other hand, victories, split so. their home games, so losing on the road is right. a little more damaging. But I'm all good with moral victories. And, you know, if I hadn't had it spit back in my face last week, I might even today offer Broussard an olive branch. Say, hey, you want to go with clearly the better team, with clearly the best player, but too late. That's done. No more olive branches until next year's playoffs. They're done. Don't care what circumstances arise, I'm offering nothing. Because another one of the things your buddy Nick Wright, you know, got exactly right, if I may say, was that the Celtics hadn't solved anything with Giannis. Giannis was missing bunnies. You guys showed me a fancy shot chart. You were like, oh, my God, he's missing all these shots. And I was like, yeah, shots he'll make. I actually feel good about that. Another thing, another thing I said to you was... Milwaukee went into the series up 2-0 before it started because they will get two victories off the power of Giannis alone. There's one of them. Check mark that. And you know what's going to happen tonight, Brew, for your Celtics? Milwaukee's up yeah, 2-1 despite shooting 28% from three. Okay, well then you, you really should change your pick because you know what's going to happen tonight? The inevitable three-point explosion. I don't know who's calling the game, but let's assume it's Kevin Harlan. You know he's going to say? Bobby Portis is unconscious. Pat Connaughton from (laughs) Chicago, Illinois. You're going to hear a lot of that. And all of a sudden, it's going to be like, wait, did Milwaukee hit 13 first half threes? Oh, they did. Oh, can they win this game with Giannis only scoring 25? Oh, they can. And if they do that tonight, then it's over because Giannis has another 40 ball in him. So this is bad news for, you know, your adopted Celtics. Sorry to tell you. They have no answer for Giannis. They never had an answer for Giannis. Milwaukee hasn't even played that well, and they're up 2-1. All right, first of all, that was the worst Kevin Harlan impression I've ever heard, okay? You were not a man possessed. All right. All right, but anyway, I, I, 
It is a must win tonight. There's no doubt about it. But I'm more with Wilds. Nick, you said it. Giannis is going to explode for 40. Heck, I said it on Friday, right? I don't expect him to stay yeah. under 40% shooting. He had a he had a but he was only 16 for 30. You'll take it. That's great. It's better than 50%. But we're used to seeing him 55, 60%. So they still played very good defense. He's a great player, so he got his. Drew Holiday got his. And Jason Tatum, to Wilds' point, was horrible. He may not make it in. We, I can't wait to see if he gets in club superstar. That was at his worst playoff performance of the season by far. And the difference was he had the one bad game against Brooklyn. Game two, I think it was. But when he shot like five for 16. But he still uh, had 10 assists. Yesterday, he did, or this weekend, he did nothing. He had one one rebound, three assists. Marcus Smart was bad, too. And so, I'm with Wilds. If I'm the Celtics, look, your backs are against the wall, so you never feel good about that. They do have to win tonight. But Giannis was great. Drew Holiday scored 25. Your best player was horrible, and you still came within a whisker of winning that game. So I I do Tiny. think the Celtics are in good position. I think they win. Yeah, I think they win tonight. And then, you know, they go back to Boston 2-2. Like I said, seven-game series, Nick. And keep your stinking olive branch. I don't don't even mention it. I don't, I don't even bring it up anymore. Oh, yeah. Listen, you mentioned it. Uh, Tatum, 10 points. Missed all six of his three-point attempts. He even said afterwards, I got to be better. I'd even throw a much in there for Jason Tatum. Nick. Oh. So we talk about this club superstar, right? Who's getting in? Who's not yeah. getting in? Your best players. Is Tatum's superstar status so at the risk, at risk on the heels of tomorrow's grand opening? Well, listen, he's picking a really awful time to be slumping, especially when Jimmy Butler, who's waiting right in the same spot of the line as him, is surging. Jimmy, wow. even in a loss with a 40-piece. Jason Tatum all of a sudden finding Ooh. out the game gets a little harder when you're not playing the pickup squad that is known as the Brooklyn Nets. And Wilds, here's why <laughs> I don't think you can be like, well, it was close and, you know, our best player had a bad game. Jason Tatum, we have played in this series 12 quarters of basketball. Jason Tatum's been good in two of them. I don't know if we have the graphic or not to show you, but Jason Tatum was awesome the second half of game two, and the rest of the series has been terrible, including game two they won. He was awful in the first half. He was bad in game one. He was awful the first half of game two, and yesterday was, or Saturday was maybe the worst playoff game of his career. Is it maybe possible, Wilds, that Jason Tatum is getting a little taste of the medicine he gave Kevin Durant. We're going to be physical. We're going to bump you. We're going to throw bodies at you. We're going to have long athletic defenders on you. And you're going to miss some open shots. So, I, listen, superstar, we'll see that. what he did in that series and what he did over the last four months of the season might have punched his ticket already. We'll see what he does tonight before tomorrow's grand opening of Club Superstar. But... I don't think Celtics fans should feel confident that Tatum's about to be dominant the rest of the series. He's been bad for 87% of the series. 
Okay, so I have a side consulting business on how to get into Club Superstar. Nick has a, runs a tough door at Club Superstar, so a lot of people, you know, slip me a little money on the side and be like, hey, what do I need to do? And I say this, this is what I told Jason Tatum. I said, Jason, every one of the superstars in Club Superstar have had a bad shooting night. You still have to affect the game. So if, you're, if you can't hit from three, get to the free throw line. Bring Drew Holiday in there, do a little pump fake, up and under type move, get a foul. He only took three free throws yesterday, Brew, so he, he didn't necessarily take my advice. But if he runs cold again tonight, I hope that he just gets to the line, starts seeing the ball go through the net a little bit, and then gets in rhythm so he can grant, be granted access to Club Superstar grand opening tomorrow. Look, he, he's not as good as Giannis. But just like we all expected Giannis to break through, and he did in game three, that's what's going to happen with Tatum. I, I'm not expecting him to have right. 40, but I do think he'll break through, have a big enough game for them to even this series out. They need him and Jalen Brown playing good at, in the same game to win. All right, Nick's got some NBA medals to hand out. Grizzlies, Warriors, game three, Steph led the way. Team high, 30. Warriors won the game by 30, so Cur Curry clearly the difference maker. No medal, though. Nick, which three guys did it better this weekend? <laughs> Rare medal and a loss. Oh, wow. no Jimmy Butler, come on down. He now is the only player with multiple 40-point playoff games this postseason. Jimmy Butler, 40-6, and six, but one very ill-advised three with about two and a half minutes left when Miami was trying to cut it to a one-score game. He gets a bronze. Silver medal. Oh my goodness, James Harden forgot the combination to his metal safe. It's been so long since he got him. He's like, where am I supposed to put this? Like, well, with the ones you used to get years ago, he's like, I don't know how to get in there. But he got in there last night, 31, 7 and 9 for Harden. And then the goal, we know who it is, best player alive, 42, 12 and 8, utter and total domination. I don't know enough about the Marvel Universe or the DC Universe, but what's the antidote for kryptonite? I think it's found in Athens, Greece. Giannis Andenkumpo, 42, 12, and 8, as the Bucks take over the series against the Celtics. Ooh, excellent oh, no on both sides of the floor from Giannis. We got to talk Luke on the Mavs. They are back at it. Did they prove this weekend they can upset Phoenix back after this? First things first. USFL action continues all this weekend on Fox. On Saturday at 3 Eastern, the New Orleans Breakers take on the New Jersey Generals. Then Sunday at 4 Eastern, it's the Pittsburgh Maulers squaring off against the Houston Gamblers. So that's ahead this week. Let's take a look back at the best of week four in the USFL this weekend. Bruce, start with you. Give us the best game winner of week four. Well, look, Houston, New Orleans, what a game. It's tied with 16 seconds left. And look at Kyle Sluter. Place it on the back shoulder, basically where only Jay Adams could get it, and he goes up and grabs it for the game-winning touchdown. My breakers, Nick, now 3-1. and one. I'm loving it. All right, Wilds, well, how about the best celebration in week four? Not as good as my stallions, Birmingham, Tampa Bay. Big sack by Stallions linebacker Scooby Wright and a great celebration that needs a little explanation. Take a listen. 
More important than sack, your celebration. You got called for a taunting a week ago. What was the change in plan? Uh, I had to go to the shark dog on him from the from the stallion, from the giddy up. So I went shark dog, and then I ran to my sideline right away instead of their sideline. You so, went shark dog? Yeah, shark dog. Half shark, half dog. It's my spirit animal. He explained That's it, great. which you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Nick, how about the best catch? Anthony Ratliff-Williams. A mainstay in the USFL best wow. of highlights with another unbelievable catch. One-handed, high points the football. Great job by him. Unfortunately, as Brew mentioned, not enough as his breakers beat my beloved gamblers. But still, hell of a play, play by Anthony Ratliff. Williams, Jenna. USFL Week 5 action Saturday on Fox. All right, stories to start your morning sponsored by Ram Trucks, built to serve in Dallas for Suns Mavs. Game 4, big night from Luka, 26 points, 11 assists, 3 steals. On a night when CP3 fouled out, it was more than enough. So Mavericks win, 111-101. That series now tied 2-2, headed back to Phoenix. All right, Nick, on Friday, you predicted Dallas winning both games over the weekend. Dallas went out and won both games over the weekend. What do you say to the doubters, Kevin Wilds and Chris Broussard? Oh, I don't call them doubters. I call them haters. I call them, you know, a disrespectful charlatans. I call them folks that refuse to acknowledge greatness when it's right there in front of your face. Yeah, attacking Luka. He had a bad quarter of defense. I bring up Steph Curry to Wilds. Wilds is like, well, it's okay for Steph because he's the greatest shooter ever. And I'm like, hey, what about the guy that scores the most points of anyone in playoff history? And Wilds is like, oh, do it longer. Do it longer. I text Wilds during the game. He's like, they're going to get swept. And then during game four, when they weren't going to get swept, he was like, ah, this is Devin Booker time, the final seven minutes. And instead what happened was this. I guaranteed you. The Mavs would win on Friday, and they led for the final 42 minutes. And then I said, game four will be Laker, the Luka's biggest game of his life. And they led for the final 44 minutes. No lead changes, no anxiety, just total, utter domination by my large adult Slovenian son and friends. So, yeah, I could be kind here, but Broussard offered me an olive branch, and then I inspected the olives. I'm like, that's not a pimento. That's a cyanide pill. This is a poison olive branch. I spit it out and threw it on the ground. You had tried. You had tried to attack me, mock me, berate me because they lost two games in a row. Tried to say, oh, Nick, you're way ahead of yourself. I'm not ahead of anything. If anything, I'm behind. If anything, I haven't gone far enough. Told you six weeks ago that this was Luca's LeBron 07 year. Guy in his early 20s carrying a motley crew all the way to the finals. And now, Brew, an odd, odd weekend. Odd weekend, given the fact that the Mavs hate each other. There's dissension in the locker room. Whispers about Luca. Oh, did you hear what Jason Kidd said? Oh, he doesn't play defense. Remember that storyline? That was as <laughs> nonsense as the Suns' first quarter attack yesterday. So, yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel this morning. You know what? I got so much to say to that. First of all... Yeah. Nick, you know why you inspected the olive branch? Because you wanted it. You wanted it badly. No. If I had not put no. so many stipulations, reasonable stipulations, 
on the olive branch, you would have taken it. You would have grabbed it wholeheartedly. You weren't confident. You can sit up here Never now, labored. I guarantee. You weren't cocksure. You were full of doubt. You thought it was over, just like Wilds and I said. But no, you no. look. I'm gonna credit oh, you I? guys. Let me show you I'm my gambling guy, slips Luca, from this weekend. And to call to, show my to call me a Luca <laughs> hater. You know I love Luca. I, I mean, I don't fawn on him like you. He's your larger daughter, Slovenian son. But I love Luca. But what I said came to pass. Jay Kidd, I think he's no, watching the show. I was saying all Luca. All the time is not going to beat a very good playoff team, which the Suns are. And you got to get more guys involved. Luka's going to be the man, there's no doubt. But Rick Brunson had the ball in his hands a little more. How's he respond? Averages 23 points over the two games. After averaging 11 <laughs> in games one and two. The role Jaylen. players step up. It was, look. Luca obviously, hold on. Luca obviously is the man, and he should be. But he didn't have the ball in his hands as much as the first two games. Still had it a lot, but they just bounced it out. But here's what I really like: the defense. J. Kidd watched the show Friday. I said, "You, you want to act like yep. I was causing dissension?" No. All I said is the teammates in Dallas. With Jay Kidd saying, Luca needs some help. That's exactly. They right. gotta be looking at it saying, well, they're not, Luca's not defending. We're doing it all defensively. So Jay Kidd comes out a couple hours after the show and he says this. It's perfect quote, Jay Kidd. He's gotta participate. Gotta play defense. No secret that going after him in every pick and roll, they did the same thing with Dirk until Dirk participated and struck stuck up for himself. I love the terminology participated, stuck up for himself. And Nick, he compared Correct. him to Dirk, the best player in Mavs history, Wilds. So that is a palatable way for Dirk to, or for uh, Luca to receive it, right? It's like, oh, he's comparing me to all-time great Dirk Nowitzki. Best Mavs ever. I can receive it. He goes out right. and does it. Still, Wilds, Suns Wilds, and go six. ahead. Oh, sorry. Wilds, go ahead. I well, want to get all the nonsense. I, I don't know once. why you are attacking Broussard and I when you should be saying thank you. Because we, I still thought the Mavs were getting swept. I didn't think that Dallas was going to listen to two guys on first things first. But they finally did. Because both Broussard and I said, hey, yes. why, don't you, why don't you spread the love a little bit, Luca? Why don't you stop hogging the ball so much? And you know what he did in games three and four? <laughs> oh, let's show the graphic there, Hobbs. Oh, what do you know? Let's get Jalen Brunson involved. Wow, he is good. Ooh. Maybe if I just like give him the ball a little nice. bit more. Get up, not not a ton, but just enough. Just nice. get him in rhythm. But then that this will work. So you're welcome, Nick. But the the That's game nice. is about adjustments. And just how Luca adjusted, now it's time for Chris Paul and Monty Williams to adjust. And I will adjust too. Yeah, I said it was, was going to be a sweep. But now Monty Williams is going to say, all right, how do we get DeAndre Ayton more involved? How do we keep the refs from trying to foul Chris Paul out on nonsense fouls? Chris is going to be more aggressive, uh, scoring the ball and getting eight involved, no turnovers. And I am adjusting too. Although I said Suns in four, 
Now, and you know, sons in four Look normal sweeps, no. sons in five, sort of gentleman sweeps. Terrible, bro. Sons in six. Oh, the Drake sweep? Did I did I just invent a brand new term <laughs> with my raggedy broom? I did. The Drake Sons in six. The Drake sweep. Six gods. Sons like in it. six. Put it in the books. Yeah, it's good. It will, the, the, the broom needs like a little bit of work. It's... But the concept is fantastic. It will think? go in the books. It will go in the broom. books. I like it. As the nadir of first things first. It's the most embarrassing moment <laughs> on the show. In its history. Instead of having the dignity to admit how Look stupid your prediction was, you, you, you put Drake's head on a broom you stole out of a dumpster somewhere, and you're acting like you get to be right. You said they can't win with Luka taking this many shots. In games one and two, he took 52 shots. In games three and four, he took 50 shots. His passes are not any different. The difference is guys are actually hitting shots. Somebody here told you this was going to be a series and the Mavs would win it. Top right said, gentlemen, sweep or sweep. Bottom right was talking about a sweep as of yesterday when the, the Suns had already lost a game. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, Jenna.